Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Now, I, I want to move on to something a little bit different after the break, by the way, which is remote working. And I suppose COVID is the catalyst for work-led decentralisation to revive rural areas over the next five years. This is according to Heather Humphreys. A form of decentralisation that will allow for continued remote working by public sector staff is part of the new major, uh, the major new government plan for rural Ireland to be unveiled on Monday. It's almost like they're going to pull a curtain off it, isn't it? Anyway, Minister for Rural Development Heather Humphreys is to announce a work-led decentralisation that will provide for work practices brought about by COVID-19's pandemic. Now, I'm not going to read it out. There's loads of stuff there about blended this and blended working and all that kind of thing. Leo Varadkar did mention um, that he was going to bring in legislation that would basically, I suppose, compel employers to allow staff to work from home where the job can be done from home. Now, if the job can be done from home, obviously you can't, don't have any rights. But where the job can be done from home, call centre stuff, or, or anybody who's been working from home for the last sort of year due to COVID should be allowed to continue to work from home. The ramifications of that are amazing. They're good. Now, that's a choice, by the way. You can still go into work, but you have a choice to work outside and at home because it saves in childcare costs. You don't have to travel to work anymore. And not only that as well, it's going to move people out of cities because you won't have to live in Dublin to work in Dublin. You won't have to live in Cork to work in Cork, etc., etc. So the bottom line is, is it a good idea? I mean, and not only that, where would you prefer to live? Because they want to decentralise. Now, they tried this 15 or 20 years ago. The Fianna Fáil government tried to prepare to hear and they moved some government departments out of Dublin. Didn't really work out too well. Cost too much money. And the staff, the public sector staff, wanted a heap of money just to move. But in saying that, where would you prefer to live? Would you prefer to live in rural Ireland? Or would you prefer to live in a city like Limerick or Galway or Cork or Dublin or whatever it happens to be? Would you prefer to live in a city? Which is better, a better way of life? And you know what? I think rural life probably is a better way of life. Less hustle and bustle and traffic and all that kind of carry on. And if you could do your job from home, well, well and good, sure, realistically, if we're going to go down this route, she could move off to Florida or somewhere and do your job from there. You know what I mean? What difference would it make? It's going to have a knock-on effect on the price of properties because obviously people don't need to live in cities anymore. I think this can only be beneficial if it works. But would you like to live in rural Ireland if you live in a city? And which is a better way of living? City living or rural living? Okay, so I'm going to take a little poll on this, okay, during the break. Which do you think is better, rural or city living? Think of the advantages and disadvantages of both. Nipping out for a bottle of milk in the middle of the, well, a carton of milk in the middle of the night is not as easy if you live in rural Ireland. Let me know which are the advantages and disadvantages of both. Which is better? Paul, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Paul? I know. Good. Paul, I mean, the idea of kind of remote working, this is probably the only good thing to come out of COVID. For those who want to remote work, by the way, and it's also going to obviously increase the possibility of people living outside cities in rural Ireland and still being able to work in a city without having to sit in traffic. So it's a good thing. But which would you prefer? Uh, well, like, I think there's a misconception there where a lot of people like, you know, that maybe want to choose that path and they just have to be mindful that just because, uh, you know, they want to go to rural Ireland, there's a lot of rules now in regards to you know, building a house or buying some uh, a site, and yep. you know, sort of saying, you know, we'll we'll sell up in Dublin, and 
we moved to rural Ireland, like there's a lot, there's yeah, but there's a lot more vacant homes outside Dublin than there is in Dublin, for example. I mean, if you go to places like Leitrim and Roscommon and places like that, you got the lowest property prices in Ireland, loads of vacant properties. Yeah, but then there's not not very much infrastructure. In a that's lot the of problem. Mm, that's the know, problem. So if you have kids free and you're looking for a school, etc., yeah, that can be a problem. Yeah, you're, you're still travelling. You know, you're travelling twenty minutes, half hour drives into the bigger towns to bring them to school, and you know, it's not as clean cut as you know, just sell up and move out of the city because your your job enables you to work from home, and you know. I think mm. But see, the know, money people have noticed that the money that can be saved, for example, if you've got two kids. And now you're both working at home. The childcare costs have dropped dramatically, obviously, because you don't need childcare costs anymore. No more diesel. Well, very little diesel because you're not going in and out of work anymore. Um, you know, there's, there's so many advantages to it. Now, the disadvantages are you're cooped up in the same house together. That's the disadvantage of it, I suppose. Yeah. But there are there are great advantages to it. There is. Like we, we live in, in so, well, you could call it rural, but it's still a town and it has a, all the amenities, local schools and, and all that. But, you know, there's not too many rural towns in Ireland that have a, an availability of houses to suit people with all those amenities nearby. Like if you're talking moving out of the city to Leitrim and Roscommon and buying a house for eighty or a hundred thousand, you can do that. But by the time you add up the running costs of driving in and out of the city and driving twenty minutes to near a supermarket and driving the kids to football and you know everything is is, is commute and. You know, I see it down here on, on occasions like Halloween and stuff. Parents are, are driving car, uh, their kids around in cars to the different estates to do trick-or-treating because mm-hmm. it's not possible to walk, you know. So yeah. the people that live in the city and live there all their life, you know, it's a drastic change to come and move to it. And where, are you living in rural Ireland now? Yeah, yeah. And you, you're obviously from Dublin? I am from Dublin, yeah. yeah I've been okay. down here for probably nearly 15 years. So, so where, where, what part of the country are you in now, Paul? Just Kildare. Okay, but that's not too far from the city, I suppose. It's not too far, but... It's but but is it, do you notice the difference? Does it, I mean, from you moving from a city to a town, I mean, was it? did it feel much different? Initially, when, when I first moved down, I was still working in, in, in Dublin, and eventually then, you know, over a number of years, got a, a job closer to home. But Okay, but that, that know, was a pain in the ass, that commute, I'd is, say. But, yeah. yeah, it is, but uh, people obviously have to realise the same can be said if they still want to work from home and have a job in Dublin and might have to commute one or two days a week. It's not... See, I couldn't do that. I couldn't, I couldn't do I know people who live in Port Leash or Kildare or whatever and they drive in and they might live on the, or be working on the north side of Dublin, for example. That, that's an hour and a half, two hours in the car some, on some mornings. That's that, another day's work. Ah, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It's four hours a day. I couldn't do that. I would rather give up my job than spend four hours in the car a day. Yeah. But, but stay there for a second. Let me go to Gary as well. Gary, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Gary? Well, Noel, how's things? Good, nice to talk to you, Gary. Gary, now you're moving uh, to Galway from Dublin in a few weeks' time. Yeah, okay. making the big move in about a month. Yeah. Okay, but then Galway is still a city, mind you. But well, it's not Galway City; it's uh, Glen Amadi. Oh, okay. Four roads. Four roads, Four yeah. Roads. <laughs> to Glen Amadi, yeah. I mean, oh, lovely part of the country, by the way. So, have Amazing. you thought you thought about this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, herself is from there originally. Okay. And um, so, for the past what ten years. Every you know, every few weeks you would have been travelling uh, down to Glenamady for whatever, say, Christmas, weddings, funerals, birthdays, or just a night out or whatever. So I got to see like both sides of you know the world. Like coming from living in Blanchardstown all my life to then seeing like you know you're out and out literally out in the sticks. You know mm-hmm. the houses. There's no sort of 
there's no sort of estates around. Like everyone has like their house with their big garden, and but it's not as like you're only a half an hour from Galway City, you're a half an hour from Roscommon, like, and yet you're still getting the benefits of, like you said, the country life, the fresh air, the space, the you know, it's I, I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the map here. Okay, so you're near. Uh, there's a lot. Of, there's actually a lot of small towns near Glenamady. Actually, I'm just looking here. I Any amount of them, yeah. I can see the four roads into Glenamady, but <laughs> there literally is four roads into Glenamady. Uh, and but the only thing for me now is Gary. I mean, you're you're a city slicker, and it's all yeah. well and good when you go on holidays, say for example somewhere, and you think yeah. it's great because you're on holidays. You're not actually working there. You're not actually living there. You know, the, and you think the grass is greener on the other side, and it probably is greener down in Glenamady, mind you. But True. then, when you but then when you go to do it, it's a different kettle of fish. You're living there. Well, you, you see the extra bonus, like it's perfect setup because my job that I've been in in the past, the past whatever ten, twelve years, I work all over the country anyway as an engineer. So oh, okay. At the moment now, I'm parked just outside Cork, uh, outside Cork City. You know, I'm on the way to service machines. There, like we have so many machines over the west, and so much work that. I would literally just be going from my house all around the all around Ireland, but instead of staying in hotels, I'd be heading back home in the evening. Yeah, because you are a bit. I mean, you know, obviously when you look at a map, Glenavady is quite central. But I say central, yeah. it's it's you know it is closer to Roscommon, Athlone, and, and those kind of places. So it is quite central yeah. rather than Galway. It's actually further from Galway than it would be from Athlone. So yeah. so it is quite central. Well. Not central, but it's closer to the centre than certainly Dublin would be. And by yeah, yeah. imagination, so uh, yeah, you wouldn't have to go too far to get back home again. Yeah, and and like that, like I used to think Ireland ended at the Red Cow Roundabout. You know, it does, does it not? Stopped. Does it not? You know, it's, you know <laughs> like, you, like I used to think, you know, like you know, Galway, Kerry, Cork, like they're like you know so far away. And like you said, you'd go there for a two week holiday, but in the job that I'm doing. I could be just driving down to Cork in the morning to fix the machine and drive home the same day. So Ireland is actually very small. Yeah, I mean, and Paul, are you, you still there? Yeah. What yeah. advice would you give Gary now? He's moving in two weeks to Glenamaddy. Well, oh, yeah, I, I think the damage is done already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's already made his mind up, yeah. <laughs> well, here, it has to be, like, so many pros, like, just so many pros as opposed to the cons. And have um, you got kids, by the way, Gary? No, no kids, no kids. A few dogs, that's all I need at the okay, moment. But, okay, is there a plan in the future to, to, to have a family? In? Oh, definitely. And yeah. I could only imagine that raising them in the country would be more, it would be just so much better. You know, they'd get into the gar down there, the school is right down the road within walking distance, you know. Yeah. There's just there's so many bonuses there. And again, Ireland is tiny. You know, instead of us going out to, out to the beach at Donna Bay, we just go to Salt Hill. Even if it's raining, like you said, it was earlier on. <laughs> well, now, in fairness, Tallabay is a bit nearer than Salt Hill would be to you. Yeah, but, you get what I'm saying. Like, you would just, like, and the pros of it, like, even yesterday, a mate of mine is telling me he's moved to a new house in Trim and uh, he's put up this kind of a, like, a, a wooden kind of a treehouse kind of a thing out the back for his kids. And he has the neighbours knocking in because the thing is too tall. You know, right. you have this crap going on in the States where, you know, there's so much politics and that. Whereas down the country, a house in the middle of nowhere, she can do what you want. Well, within reason, yeah. Within reason. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and, and have you already got the house sorted? You have, Gary, yeah. Yeah, the house is, the house is there. And, and mind you, you will get a better quality of home. You know, I was talking to somebody there recently, you know, who's probably going to have a budget of about 300000 for a house in Dublin through their bank wow. loan or whatever. You're not going to get out in Dublin for 300000 That's decent. No. Well, when I say, like a, you're going to... Well, you'll get into an estate with a three-bedroom semi-detached small house, yeah. right? Yeah. Whereas if you had 300,000 outside Dublin, you know, down, for example, in Glenamaddy 
or yeah, as Emma, I'm going to be talking to Emma in a minute ago to Mayo, you, you, I mean, you'd get a nice big four bedroom, two and a half thousand square foot house. Oh, yeah, easy. Yeah, well, stay, well actually, stay there. Let me go to Emma. Emma, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Emma? Hi, Niall. How are you? You moved to Mayo. No, I'm the opposite. I moved from Mayo to Dublin. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're the opposite way around. Oh, yeah. I do apologise. Sorry. I'm the opposite. Now, I agree about the house. That's madness. <laughs> I would kill to have down in Mayo. What so, made you move to Dublin? Oh, I, I came up to work in the airport, Niall, about 18, 16, 18 years ago, and with the airlines and stuff back in the day, as I did say, would I go back to Mayo now? Absolutely not. <laughs> Why not? Don't tell my mother. Ah, <laughs> Jesus. Ah, People, you've just insulted everybody in Mayo now. <laughs> I think, uh, listen, it's great to be up here near Croker when the games are on. Oh, is, that, is that the only reason? <laughs> I know. It's great to be up in Croker to watch Mayo lose in, in Grove Park. I know, you can rub it in all you like. Yeah. No, I don't know, Nile. I have, you know, I'm in sports. Like, I can nip down to the pavilions if I need something. The kids can walk up to the fire shop. Like, where my mum and dad live, it's five I miles. know, I live in Swords. I know how he. Yeah. Uh, swords like, is such a convenient place. It really is. Now, even if Swords gets the thumbs up because my mother likes it and she's country through and through, you know? Yeah. But like, I mean. I don't know if I, I... When I came first off, I was adamant I was going back. I'm going back. Within two years, I'll be gone back. Then it was like, I'm going back before my daughter starts school. She's now in fourth class. I'm going nowhere. Right. Okay. So you're now a city slicker. I'm a city slicker, yeah. I'm only, if I go to Mayo, I'm now a blow-in. Back to be a blow-in. Yeah. So, so if you go back to Mayo now, you're kind of... Like, if you go out looking for something, you have to drive miles oh, to get it. And that just does your head in. I've no patience for them. Two miles an hour on the road. I'd be fit to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Are you listening to all this, Gary, by the way? Yeah, I'm taking it all in. Yeah, I hope you're taking it all in from Glenn and Maddie. Dropping and collecting. I can't wait. Town, you know, like that. When, when I grew up, like, we had to coordinate. If I was going into town at 2 o'clock, my sister was going at half 2, we had to go halfway between. My dad would only go in once. It was five miles in and five miles out. Oh. And that's how, you just, that's how I grew up, you know. And nothing wrong with it, don't get me wrong. But I just think I'm so up here so long now. I just don't think I'd go back. Now, Gary, are you listening to what Emma is saying? All these, this is the inconveniences that you know nothing about. Now, yeah. by the way, Emma, Gary is moving in three weeks to, yeah, to, to Glen Amadi. I know Glen Amadi well. And yeah, listen, it's a lovely spot and all. And I know you're saying you'll have your lovely house out in the middle of the country. Yeah, yeah. not always the best. You know, look, I'd rather a bigger house than my <laughs> bed and swords. But, but... You know, like, you'll be using the oil for the heat and you'll have to get the fuel man out to fill the tank. He could be busy. Oh, yeah, to get... <laughs> we've, we've weighed up these pros and cons and the the West is winning every time. I know, I understand that. My partner wants to go live in Mayo, he's Dutch. And I'm like, oh, wait till the kids are in college. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> wait till the kids are in college. How old are they now, Emma? Uh, ten and... <laughs> <laughs> right, so put it on the long finger. See, yeah. I mean, Gary, I kind of understand what I'm saying. Now, I have this idea, this fantasy idea too about rural Ireland and how wonderful and beautiful it would be to oh, walk yeah. to walk out onto your deck in the morning and beat your chest and go, the great outdoors yeah. and, and see little rabbits and foxes. Yeah, yeah. But here, that's not the way it really works. See, I'm listening to Emma and I live in Swords too. And it is so convenient to just jump in the car, literally, yeah. the pavilion is down the road, the retail park, everything. What and if I need to go anywhere, the M50 or the M1 ah. is right beside me. Yeah, you know what I mean? There's more to life than that. Like, like that. Is you there? You weigh it all up, <laughs> pros and cons, and like that, if you want to go, you, 
in Roscommon there, you'll have your Duns and your Pennies and your Lidls and Aldi's and that. You know, it's only half Yeah, that's right. Roscommon, but you have to go to Roscommon. Oh, no, ah, come on. Not not I, mean, I mean, I know, Emma, you drive a half an hour to get to Penny's. It wouldn't bother you, would it? I know. It's only, it's only 15 minutes. But I tell you now, the drive, Gary, the good part is the roads are fantastic, except for if we could put a bypass around Common, I would love it even better. <laughs> <laughs> and Common then is country roads. Like, like it's, it's a two-hour drive. From, from Blanchardstown to Glenamady, it's two hours drive. Yeah, okay, so two you you'd spend an hour on a bus yeah. getting into the city centre from no, Blanchardstown. Right. Yeah, but I, yeah, but hold on, with the greatest respect, I don't know about Emma. I haven't been in the city centre in years. No, I yeah, yeah. never go near it. Yeah, why would you why would I want to go to the city centre? Gary, you sure the pavilion is down the road. I've got the retail park with Harvey Normans and yeah. curries and everything in it. I don't need to go to the city centre for anything. I need a month's notice before I go into Where? the city. <laughs> it's, it's, more of a, it's more of an occasion this way. Instead of just nipping in and out on the way up from work, this is an occasion. You can plan for it. Like a trip to, let's go to Dublin <laughs> for the day, like. Yeah, yeah, book a hotel. <laughs> what was it used to say years ago? Daddy, daddy, can we go to Dublin and see the moving stairs? <laughs> <laughs> Gary is coming up on the 8th of December to buy his shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll have to come up with it. What they call it? The Countryman's Day. Yeah, Gary, yeah. to buy your shoes. We'll be representing Dublin all the way. All right, seven in a row. But by the way, Emma, because are you still in aviation? No, I got laid off in March. I'm now working for a company who are a cleaning company, so I work in their head office. Okay, and did you get laid off because of the COVID? Yes, I got laid off uh, in March. With like we were put on the COVID money and official notice given in June. Then yeah, it was a complete downscale. Oh, sorry, sorry to hear that. So you know, had to get another job quick. Oh yeah, well, are you okay now? Yeah. Yeah, I work for a company who is a cleaning company, as I said, and we're, we're great, doing great business. Okay, so and you're hoping to go back to aviation if it all ever comes back open again? Um, yes and no, because the answer is I honestly don't know, because I can't see it happening any time, and like, my partner's still in aviation. I can't see it. It's improvement in the next two years. Hell. I know, I know. That's yeah, very disapp- that's 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 horrendous to even think about that. Listen to both of you. Thank you very much indeed, uh, Gary. And good luck. Gary, good luck with the move to Glen Maddy. Cheers, Noah. Keep you posted. Yeah, Emma, up the dubs. Go on, Mayo. <laughs> your you man, Dabby. Her man, Dabby, at home, cursing her. You're from Mayo. Don't be forgetting your roots, Emma. My kids are from Dublin. My heart is broken when they put the jersey on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just got, I've been told here, is, I, who's that audio for? Let me see. I've got some, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I see it now. Yes, I better, I better play this for them just before we go back into the break. Hold on for a second. Yes. Jesus, Noel. It's amazing what Mayo people do to get their hands on an All-Ireland. Up to Dubs! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. All the way up to Dublin just to get your hands on the All-Ireland. Just to get to even see it. <laughs> oh, I've held when the Dubs won it. <laughs> thanks, Emma. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for everybody got involved in that. By the way, after the break, I'll just take one or two more calls on that. Ah, you always know it's getting towards the end of the show. Robbie, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How you doing, Robbie? What's the crack, big yeah, man? Robbie, why, why is it when you ever come on to the show, it's always towards the end? I don't, you'd have to ask your 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 staff there, you know, the faithful staff. Are you, bl- are, you blaming, are you blaming Ashling? Well, I suppose it's probably getting on and getting off quickly, you know, because it's the end of the show, so we don't have to listen to him too much. <laughs> Ashling, is that the theory behind this, is it? Never. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. It's always worrying. I, I thought it was something to do with your working situation, Robbie, or your lunch no, hour no, or something. No, 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 no. Okay. Well, Robbie, I mean, would you would you ever consider moving out of the city? Yes, I was. 
Okay. But um, not too far now. I'd, I'd probably, I don't know if you know the likes of John, Johnstown or Kill, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. yeah. Lovely little spots like that, you know. It's not really yeah. out of Dublin, so then, is it? I mean, it realistically, is. Kildare, you know, Balbriggan on the other side, uh, yeah, you know, Maynooth, yeah. Luke, Lucan. These are all parts of Dublin. Well, I'm in Lucan, so, like, I mean... Yeah, I'm that's not, what I'm saying. It's a satellite town, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a satellite town. Like, I mean, you don't want to go too far to them, you know. Keep my arms reach. Yeah, but see, I, I would never move over to the side of the city you're on. Ever. Oh, I couldn't move over to your side, either. Ah, well, no, you see, no, but the reason, for practical reasons, I'll tell you why. You try and get from Lucan or try and get from Tala or try to get from uh, Kildare into Dublin City, for example. It's a nightmare yeah. in the it mornings, is. right? It Whereas is, yeah. on the north side, the M1 on the north side is never that busy. Never. Yeah. I mean, it does be busy never, every now and again, but well, never wrong, anything like that. Well, See, the thing is, the reason why I wouldn't move to the north side is because it's full of north siders, one. <laughs> two, full of people like me, you mean, Robbie? Is that what you're Yeah, and, and two is that boys, the roads are so free in the morning that most people on the south side work. You see, ah, right, yes, yeah, so the north side are unemployed. You know, is that is that it? You know, that, that's what I've no, said, not me. No, it's you because know? no, it's because we have a motorway that goes into the city. There's no motorway is, that comes yeah, I mean, into the city from the south side. I mean, the M50 car park at times is a disaster. Oh, the M50. Like, you know? I always believe they should they should now build. It's now time to build another motorway parallel to the M50 with yeah, less exits. So here, here's what you do: do what they do in America. You know, they have these roads that have less exits. I can't remember what they're called. Um, yeah, the freeways. No, no, that's not the word. Per- turnpikes. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so they, so you build a road. What they do is they'll build a road beside the motorway, which is called an interstate in America, right? Yeah. A motorway. So they build a road beside it that has no exits. So it only has an exit, say, every 50 miles. So it'll yeah. take you, say, because you look at the majority of traffic on the M50 is probably traffic coming, say, from Dundalk that happens to be going to Cork. Yeah. or where. So it's using the M50 to bypass Dublin. Yeah, well, the M50 we shouldn't be using this. They, they shouldn't be honest. We should build a road no. for them because they're not going to be exiting it at any stage. Because the M50 wasn't built for that amount of traffic. No. It wasn't built for that reason. No. And people use it as a shortcut jumping from, say, Lucan to England. Yeah, which, is it, which it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be used for that. No. Because I remember when I was in California, you're right, the roads over there are incredible. Ah, I know, yes. Same, yeah, I mean, yeah. The size of them. But that's, like, but that's what they do. They, be, they build a turnpike beside an interstate for that traffic that doesn't need to exit it every now and again. Yeah. So it can just yeah. like, it's like an expressway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, exactly. But I think that's what they need to do. But getting back to moving out of Dublin, so could you fancy yourself now living in rural Ireland where you come out you know, in the morning and see the squirrels and foxes running Not around? Not rural, no. I don't think I'd go that far now. I'd like to have the one-off house on, say, the three-quarters of an acre, you know? Yeah, yeah. With, and, and living on my own. Not living on my own, but um, having that one-off house. <laughs> what about your, what about your family, Robbie? Um... We actually tried it. We went to... No, uh, I'm sorry, but you said you're living on your own. But you know what I mean? Oh, no, that's what I had to bring in with. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I've all daughters and a wife, so I just... Yeah. Oh, how, many do- how many daughters have you got again? I have three daughters. And a wife. And a wife. So you're living in a house of four women. Yeah, and my dog's a bitch. <laughs> so- and would you believe that? I have two godchildren, and guess what they are? Girls. Girls. Honestly. All right. Honest. Tough life. Well, like, I mean... The, the thing is that, like, moving out, we, we tried it there a few years ago. We moved to Salem's for about a year and a half. Right. And we were living on the canal. It was a lovely spot. Don't get me wrong. Fantastic. You know, and the couple of just went in for it, so we just came back, you know? Yeah, yeah. Didn't and, work out. Uh, didn't work out. But um, I suppose it was probably a bit too far out, but I'd imagine that. Like, as I said to you there a couple of weeks ago about the houses, we were talking about the moving out of houses that when, we're, when we, we retire, we're going to sell the house and move to the seaside, you know? Yeah. 
But uh, that's a good plan. That's a good plan. But yeah, I, no, no. I, the reason the reason I'm talking about it today is because the government legislation that will be coming in, which will be encouraging people to work from home, will make it easier to decentralise. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I was actually I was actually in favour of decentralisation. I thought it was a good idea. Well, yeah, but with the cost of, at the time, going back 15, yeah. 20 years ago, when Bertie Ahern was doing it, should the public sector workers were looking for a fortune to move. Yeah, I mean, like, like moving some of the, like, the agencies, like, say, the fisheries up to Dundalk or to Drogheda. Oh, the Department where of Transport. Where the, the Department yeah. of Transport, where do they move to? The, the NCT, you know, they're, they're all moved, and the RSA. They're all and, over the place now, yeah. Yeah, they're all yeah. over the place. Letterkenny, isn't the RSA in Letterkenny now, isn't it, I think? And it, it, no, isn't it in Sligo? Is it? Oh, well, Sligo, yeah, yeah. The motor tax place, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the motor tax place is in Sligo, yeah. Oh. All right, well, look, I have to wrap it up. Robbie, sorry for oh. cutting you a bit short again, as we usually do, Robbie, when you're on the end. Uh, thank you very much indeed. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.